Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each and every week, we bring you, we promise, and we deliver a woman that's going to help you in some aspect of your life. Uh, there's so many things we can learn from each other. It's all it's always about women connecting for good. That is the new foundation, women connecting for good. But women who are taking their time, their talent, and their passion, and their treasures, many of them, to make a difference in this world. And we're going to bring you many, many women, but women that can help you as far as your health. Now, health is something that I can't I can't say enough about that women have to take charge of their own health care. If you don't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to do it. So, Dr. Mom, get on the get on the phone. Make sure you get your annual exams. Do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. And, of course, our, our, our relationships. Yes, we're all about relationships. But the relationships that we talk about range from the one you have with yourself, which is so very, very important, but the relationships that you have at work, in your community, and in the whole piece. It's so very, very important because we are all connected. And those relationships, making sure we have healthy, good, positive relationships are so very, very important. Staying fit and vital. I am all about that. My bucket list is huge. It's so long. There's so many things that I want to do in my lifetime. And, and of course, you know, I have to be fit and vital to do all those things. So part of it is health, but taking care of yourself and making sure that you're able to do the things you really, really want to do. Staying sharp. That's what women, we are smart, amazing women, and we want to stay sharp. And, of course, business, business and reinvention. Oh, gosh. I mean, there's so, I, I still people say, what do you want to do when you grow up? I'm not sure. I'm still working on it. But, again, reinvention and how you can change your life. People, Women, fastest growing trend in the United States as far as business. So if you've thought about taking your passion and doing something you really, really want, we have interviews and we have conversations. We have information on the womenspeak.com website for you. But we're going to be talking about something today that I think is extremely important. It's about women in trans, the, women's transformation and how they transform the world. We're going to talk about uh, iron butterflies. And my amazing guest today is Dr. Barute Regine. She, this is her second time to appear on Women Speak. And we've asked her back, back to share some insights and, and some wi- wisdom about her, about wisdom about women's empowerment. You know, when we listen to the news and political and cultural things today, I'm reminded that women are still being kept behind. In fact, I wonder if we're not losing ground in some respects. Uh, this election, they've been talking more again about women's women uh, politicians about their sexual, how they look sexually versus how smart they are, what their what their platforms are. What's that about? Uh, you know, now with this popularity of the new novel Fifty Shades of Grey, and there's a storm of debates that have ensued. Well, Barute stepped forward to be on the air to be clear about what domination means to the status of women and their place in society. You know, and I guess when we think about domination, it really doesn't put us high on the uh, totem pole, does it? She's done, now Barute's done years of research in masculine and feminine roles and empowerment. Uh, she was part of the groundbreaking research that exposed new insight into girls' development and women's psychology at Harvard University. She co-authored Weaving Complexity and Business, Engaging the Soul at Work. Boy, we need to do that. And she served as a visiting scholar for the Center for Research on, Women's, on Women at Wesley College. 
And you may remember her last visit with us. We discussed iron butterflies, women transforming themselves and the world. And in 2011, this received the Nala Silver Prize for both social change and women interest categories. Uh, she is an inspirational speaker and a, and a coach. She blogs for Huffington Post and Forbes, and she also works to help women embrace their roles as leaders. And we need more women leaders. So once again, it is my pleasure to welcome back Dr. Barute Regine to Women Speak Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women, and she is one of those. Thank you for being with us. Now, you're an expert in the area of women empowerment and women, women in transformation, and I, I think we both have, well, first of all, welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry, welcome. <laughs> You're ready to just dive in there, Nancy. I do. I just don't I don't know how else to do it. Just dive in. All right. Start swimming. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. But uh um you know, th- there's you know, there's days that I feel really good about what I'm doing to really help women and, and helping them to transform like you are and empowering them. And there's other other days that I'm completely absolutely frustrated. Do you feel that way sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not that frustrated with women. I'm much more frustrated with the system. Well, okay, okay. Well, maybe what I'm frustrated with is, is, the, is the fact that people buy into the system. You know, the system is powerful, and I think if you talk about the system, I think we talk about the media. We talk about what what's presented to us on a day-to-day basis, on what we're supposed to be like, what we're supposed to be interested in. And, and I think women, of course, we're extremely vulnerable to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you, let's just go into your interview because I think that's something. This Fifty Shades of Grey is just really kind of... Have you read it? Uh, I have not. I've just heard enough about it that uh, I'm not sure that I'm even interested in reading other than I guess I need to know exactly what all the, all this is about. But, uh, you know, what I'm hearing I, I, I have. I've read... I'm like halfway through. Yeah. Well, I can't talk about it. You can't talk about it? I can, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it really is taking women back about 100 years, don't you think? Well, you know what? This is the, this is my gripe about this uh, this book, Fifty Shades of Grey. First of all, um, the book is, you know, I was giving it to my daughter, and she goes, oh, this is great, smut, smut exchange between mother and daughter. <laughs> Oh yeah. Go, okay. Sure. I go because well, I said I have to give it. I have to talk about this. So I have to. I can't. I have. To, I can't just read the media's view on it and begin to talk. I need to read it for myself. So in many ways, it's your typical bodice ripping um, romance novel. You know, I mean, the guy looks like is. You imagine him to be like Fabio. You know, like on yeah, his romance yeah, cover. Yeah. You, you can know? see him on the TV with the right, body, you know, body and yeah. But there's, but I find it really says a lot more about men in this book than it does about women. Um, but let me, there's two points I want to make. One is that that's one, and I want I'll talk about that. But the other is the way the media, what the media has emphasized in this, that really make real. That's where my buttons get pushed. Yeah. Because what they've been asking is, oh, don't you as a woman want to be submissive? I mean, isn't that really what you're asking for? Yeah. And it, to me, it, that is so subversive, you know, because just at a point when women are really coming into their power, 
and yeah. beginning to actually um, claim that place as powerful. They're beginning to challenge sort of a, a subconscious level. No, you don't really want this power, do you? Yeah. You know, yeah. And it, does, isn't it sexy to be submissive? You know, and sort of like, the, so it's, it's the media that's doing this. The novel itself actually is an interesting, fairly interesting dynamic. I mean, it's, it's hot. It's sexy. You know, it's an escape. It's, it's fun. You know, but it's sort of the, it's the typical thing of this young woman, very naive, you know, and this, you know, really troubled young man who's also, you know, multi-billionaire or whatever, you know, so of yeah. course, very appealing. Um, but, you know, she, and, you know, he does have some sadistic tendencies, you know, but, but the power of the story, I think, for women isn't that so much. I mean, I can't speak for all women, but that, um, but I think it, it, it's more her influence on him and how she starts to transform him. And uh, to be able to connect to his vulnerability, because he is sort of an archetypal character of, uh, of men. He's taking masculinity and what it means to be a man. Uh, that whole, um, you know, I am in control. I have the power. I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm dominant yeah. to perversion. And um, but if actually, it's just a, it's just a mask, just like. Wizard of Oz, you know, he actually, you know, he crumbles. He ends up, you know, you really actually see the vulnerability uh, that that's behind that. It's also interesting to see what happens when you to a car to you know a woman when she actually sees um, this powerful guy all of a sudden become vulnerable, you know, and become not this powerful person. And I think a lot of women have a lot of ambivalent feelings about that. I mean, we want our men to be real and vulnerable, but I think sometimes it frightens women. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think that this novel actually, I think she did unwittingly or wittingly, I don't know. I mean, you know, because I, you know, she wrote this as a midlife crisis thing. And, you know, in midlife crisis, you're really rethinking your um, place in society, the forces that, that have guided you. And this is the story of domination, you know, one of its favorite playgrounds to express itself, which is either violence or in in the bedroom or in you know in sex scenes. Right. Uh, and and I think as an author, unconsciously, she was trying to find her way out of a domination paradigm in this relationship with her boyfriend. Now I haven't read the whole thing, um, but I think that you know it does show. But the promise of men's identity being able to be transformed after acknowledging a lot of pain and um, vulnerability within themselves. Yeah. Well, I'll have to be honest. I, I have not read the uh, novel, but I've just heard, uh, you know, women talking about it, and, and I'm, I'm getting ready to take a uh, trip with several of these women. And, and, of course, the big thing was, Everybody was talking about books they were going to exchange, you know, uh, as far as reading and so forth. And, and of course, this, this title came up, and I really didn't know too much about it. So, uh, in actuality, that's when, um, uh, you know, uh, we, our group, Women Speak, uh, the, the, our, our staff here started, you know, looking into it further and further. And, of course, saw your interview with, uh, what was it, Huffington? You did it for Huffington? Yeah. Yeah, and so it it really though was pointing out this this you know women wanting to you know talking about women wanting to be d d dominated this erotica backlash but 
but, but really, I mean, these women were so excited that, that they had to have this book. And, and, and I guess that's part of what really kind of bothers me a little bit is that, you know, we, we really are, we've made so much progress in, in, in as far as transformation and empowerment and really women taking their power to new levels as far as really being able to express themselves. And to, uh, not only, you talk about the vulnerability, but taking that to a level where they can really engage uh, not not only with other men but w with women as well in a very positive and in a very, uh, uh, you know, perfunctory way. But, you know, it seems even with this, what's going on, even in our elections, there's still the, the sexuality. And I don't know, have you have you seen the movie Misrepresentation that's out? I haven't seen the movie, but I, I've seen the trailer. And, and that, you know, my, my range of emotions went from, you know, being so angry, yeah, and then yeah. being like incredibly sad about what the media is right. doing. What hair women are, you know, what's meant to be, you know, sort of almost, you know, beautiful and, uh, yeah. and well, nurturing and rich is again is creating this. You know, we've object. come very far, but the media continues to to create uh, to create this sexual. Uh, we we are still sexual objects. Yeah, know? and I think and, you know, there's a war on women by the media. Yeah. That we don't really say. I mean, we kind of know it, you know, but and and, and it, it really acts very strongly to keep women in a sub, subordinate position. Yeah, and, I, and I, they I, do that by self-creating self-doubt. And I and I still don't figure out. I still can't figure out why, because again, we really do buy most of the products and services, and, and especially in the United States. And and I was talking with someone in, uh, from England uh, a few uh, last a uh, few days ago, and she was talking about that really doesn't happen that much in the UK. You know that we're really uh, in in the United States we almost have kind of a, a market on this kind of uh, media and this kind of uh, uh, stuff that's kind of thrown at women as far as you know continuing to have to be sexy, continuing to have to look and act a certain way to be to be recognized. Uh, as uh, you know, a valuable human being. I and of don't course, know. I mean, England—they've got so much yellow journalism. You yeah. know, you know that they're—they're. That's. I mean, they have a Enquirer Plus. Right. You know, magazines everywhere. You know, page two shows you know women naked. You know, in the newspaper. So, I, I think I don't think they escape it. Yeah. But there's certainly uh, it's really been honed down here by yeah. art, uh, you know. And I don't think it's almost, it's so interesting because it's like, well, part of the products, you know, you know, is plastic surgery, uh, you know, all these really expensive facial products, you know, are, you know, yes, we buy those products because you know because we're fed the, this image of what we're supposed to be, right? Right, right. So, th so there's it's lucrative in that sense. The other sense is that who's in charge, who's defining the ads and who is yeah. defining the media? And it's still men. And so we're seeing ourselves, not through our own eyes, but through the fantasy eyes of men. Yeah. Of what their fantasy is. But And yet, I don't even feel like that even captures it. Because if you actually talk to your husband or your boyfriend and say, do you really want me to look like that? No, I love you the way you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? well, you, you, you hope to think that. But I think in the back of what it puts in the back of women's minds, you know, especially if they are... Uh, feel like they're in competition is in the back of their mind. Do you really mean that? You know? Right. Well, and also uh, men are watching media, and so they're being taught to look at women in this way as well. Yeah. So women see them. 
themselves as objects and men see women as objects. Well, and, and that was the point that, that not only were they interviewing young teenage girls, they were interviewing young teenage boys who were saying, you know, we're being presented with uh, the media absolutely telling us this is the kind of woman that we should want and this right. is the kind of man that we should be, which is one that does dominate, that one is, is very uh, virile and able to perform and be strong. And the woman must be sexy and and vulnerable and uh, you know look a certain way. So so yeah, you're right. It starts. It's starting. I mean, it's still going on that these boys are confused, these girls are confused, and and so many of these young girls say, I just don't like the way I look. I don't I don't match up to the to the to the things I see on the on the movie screen. I don't see I don't match up to what's on the the, the magazines that that are. In front of me, when I check out at the store, you know, there's nothing here that shows me really who I'm supposed to be, and and I think it's just a real confusing time, still. Still, I mean, in some ways, I mean, I felt like we, you know, we learned about objectification of women, you know, way back in the, you know, with the women's movement, <clears throat> but now it seems like women are, 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 you know, have taken it to be objectifying themselves. Yeah. Well, I think we, we've always shared this. Uh, I think you and I have shared this before. Is that it's really up to us to make the difference. You know, if right. we don't, if we don't start supporting one another as far as women's women's uh, value and, and and not putting one another down, never put your sister down. Is that we we really aren't gonna we're not gonna go very far if we as as a group don't really uh, lift another woman up as far as mentoring and and really helping her to succeed. Then we all fail. That's right. I mean, that's right. We have there's room enough for all of us at the top, but it, but it has to be all of us together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's there's no doubt about it. And, and and you of course the book Iron Butterflies is talks about all these women. There are many women out there like yourself and myself. I think that's what why I'm still draw, I'm drawn back to you and 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 many women like yourself is that. Again, it's that affirmation and it's, and it's that confirmation that there truly are uh, groups of women that are, you call it, uh, the you know, a quiet movement, uh, you know, this revolution. I mean, it is, a, you know, and I think that's what uh, misrepresentation is. It's a quiet movement of saying, you know, we don't have to put up with this. Right. We, you know, have to, we have to make sure people are aware of it. Yeah, you know, and so, you know, as I've been talking to women, you know, um, you know, you know, talk, you know, you know, re, reaffirming. It's not even empowering women. It's helping women to remember their power, yeah. and you know, saying that those feminine skills are really powerful in an interconnected world. We've been told that they are soft, but actually, they're exact opposite. You know, they're really actually complex. They're hard. They're effective. They're the skills we use to create collaborations. They facilitate collective intelligence. I mean, they do all this really. Those skills are really critical for our. You know, for creating a more collaborative world, um, and also the fact of women taking their place as leaders. You know, we, we look at this view of women as uh, leaders. You know, as, uh, well, we see this image of leadership as really masculine infused, and so often people in positions of power aren't going to see these feminine skills as powerful because they're looking for masculine skills, yeah. and then and because it's what they know. Uh, and then when women see this role model of what it means to be a leader, then they start to doubt themselves, and, well, maybe I'm not a leader because I don't actually lead that way. Yeah. So, you know, when I talk to women about this, they, you know, they start to get really, you know, like inspired, and I see their energy, you know, and enthusiasm, and I think, well, we, how do we sustain this? 
Right. And so in, in the spirit of what we've been talking about, I've been, you know, since I've written the book, I've been, um, now I'm sort of launching uh, Iron Butterfly Circles, uh, which are, you know, which are peer support leadership groups where women, it's not, they're not, they're not, I mean, they're not, you know, this kind of self-help group. It's more about consciousness raising, seeing the forces that are affecting us and um, influencing our decisions. Uh, it, they're peer groups where um, you can practice collaboration. Uh, and so I've written, um, and, and it's in this community, in this community of women uh, that you have that have come together on, a, you know, like once a, once a month, um, you know, say 12 women, then you're really beginning to build that, you're beginning to realize your own collective power. And uh, and so I would I, I my book provides the content which is you know I t- I wrote a reading I call it a Iron Butterfly Circles uh, an interactive um, guidebook for leading in the new era of women and um, so I've, in the guidebook there's uh, interactive exercises uh, guiding questions uh, poems supplementary readings movies. So there's a lot of things to pick from, you know, so that you, because one of the things is that often, you know, I don't have the time to do this. They're looking for content and all, it's all there for them. You know, they yeah. just have to pick and choose what works. So now I'm trying to launch, bring it to the next level, which is create an online community so that these, you can continue the conversation online, sort of like have a, be a hotline, like, you know, there's this event, we should go to this, you know, we should be supporting this or right. somebody help me with this. And then there other, and they can connect with other circles, and then create special interest circles, such as what the topic we're talking about. What how, you know, uh, iron butterflies uh, filtering the media, for instance, sure. you know, sure. or green iron butterflies. So that's my that's been my <laughs> I don't know I've, that's what I've come to to think at least to uh, begin to create. I mean, because there's circles out there, and you know, this is just adding to a whole. Um, movement that's already going on as i said but um sure well i mean we none of us want to feel isolated and i think that's i think that's why your your the draw is is that you are out there and you don't feel like anybody really is like yourself and when you do find someone a like-minded woman who who is about taking all those that her feminine as well as her, her yin and yang and, and all the chi and everything else in her power and, and using it effectively in this world, uh, it's, it's wonderful to find someone else. Well, you know, and I think that's what women speak, and I've, I've recently created a foundation, Women Connect for Good, and that's what this is about, is women finding one another who have unbelievable talents and skills, and they're taking their time, their talent, and their passion to really make a difference, especially for in the area of women, because I think that's, one of the the best ways we can really really intervene, but but uh, you know you're you're right. If we if we continue these circles of uh, your butterfly circles or the women connect for good circles or whatever, I think we're we're definitely creating uh, you know opportunities for women to get more and more involved. You know and there are there are movements of people that really say you know I'm not going to put up with the media. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to it. I don't need to. This is not who I am. Yeah. That's right. But, um, anyway, well, uh, I, I was... Yeah, and the thing is, I, I, there have been circles that have been starting up. For instance, the thing that really struck me is that they... Um, it's got a, somebody's upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. 
I have pets. <laughs> I have I have pets also, so no problem. But uh, uh, <laughs> you have little ones around once in a while. <laughs> they, well, they, they're just uh, dogs are just like children. Once you get on the phone, they realize they need your attention. So anyway, but, but well, I'm, no. I'm okay now. Um, okay. So, um, but uh, but one of the things that happens actually when women are face to face talking about things that are important to them that affect them. Uh, and, and begin to ask questions of what changes can they make, but no matter how small, what small step is, women become bolder in the presence of each other. And that's, to me, the really important, um, the, that's an important um, energy booster for, yeah. for us all. If we become bolder in saying what's really on our mind, what we really um you know, what really matters to us. Because, you know, I was just thinking about, I've been talking to some companies, you know, and when I listen to how women want, if they want to present something to their male bosses, which they usually are, the contortions they go through in the way they have to phrase what they have to say, yeah. you know, to, so that it doesn't offend or challenge the, the the bosses in the first place. I go, wow, I can't imagine men sitting around saying, now, how do we phrase this so that, you know, we don't hurt her ego? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the, that's the thing that, that really is mind-boggling. But the number of women, though, that are not speaking up at all in the workplace, and, of course, they're, they're, uh, they, they do need their voice. And I think that's what we're trying to do is create a voice uh, that women are comfortable with, but one that they – uh, feel like they can use to to really create some positive changes for themselves and for everybody. Yeah, I mean, for everybody. Yes. Yeah, now this just... is a, this is a win win. If we win, everybody wins. That's I mean, right. you know, I think I think men have just as much pressure as women when it comes to me. As you said, they're they have to perform. They have right. to be strong. They have right. to be a certain way. Also, they're getting they're getting the same kind of media that we're getting, but just in a different way. Right. And, and of course, you know we've got they've got the blue pill, and then and but they're constantly told that this is what you have to do to stay on top of your game. Women are right. saying, you know, you've got to look and act this way to stay on top of yours. So, uh, no, I truly believe if 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 push comes to shove, if we could, uh, if women could really help transform the world by again taking all those uh, t- joining forces with each other, we 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 could help the whole populace. There's no doubt about it. We, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still hope. I'm pretty hopeful. Still hope. Well, me too. I am too. But, but again, I we, of, I, and I have a lot of. As, 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 even though we've been saying, you know, you know, young women are like, got, it seems like it's retro in some ways the way they're objectifying themselves. There's also a lot of young women out there that are really on the ball, that really are very self-confident. Yeah. You know, and uh, I. I forgot to ask you, what did your daughter think about you trading uh, shades, uh, fifty shades of gray? <laughs> well, she just she was uh, she was I think she was a little felt a little awkward about it at first, but then it's, it gets into well, she, she and I. I mean, of course, it's mother and daughter always, but there is a there is a girlfriend element between us too. So. Yeah, sure, sure. My daughters are older, but uh, we haven't traded fifty shades of gray right now. So I, I guess I better go. Uh, I, I think this group of women I'm going to Italy with, though, can can pretty well give me verse by uh, chapter by chapter. But but again, I'm I'm totally curious. But but again, I was concerned about uh, the again something that's so impo- uh, that's become so popular, 
and I've seen interviews. I've seen two interviews on one on CNN and one on another cha uh, news channel about this. That I'm thinking to myself, you know, what is it that's so fascinating? What is it that's really getting people's attention? And and again, we're we're bringing stuff to the surface that that hopefully uh, women can go. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put up with that. Yeah, well, you know, and, and it's, again, it's the media. The media is fo focusing on the submissive part. You know, I don't think the, the female readers, I don't think that is the most important aspect for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hope so. I, you know, I'm, I'm like you. Well, I'll be. I'd love to hear what, after your, after your conversation with your friends on the trip to Italy, which is so sensual, anyway. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'd love to hear if that's what – ask that question. What What do you think is the most compelling part of this story? Well, the emails that were flying back and forth that I was reading was that, you know, it's one of the sexiest novels out right now. It is sexy. I mean, really, it's – I mean, she's – people keep saying she's not a great writer, but she should <laughs> – She's so you know, sex scenes are the hardest scenes to write, you know. Yeah. And it's and it's true. It's a little gets a little uh, redundant when she says, "Oh boy," you know. You know, I wonder how many or, or he's so hot. I mean, how many times can you say that? You know, uh -huh. but apparently a lot. Yeah. But she really does succeed in, um, you know, writing a hot novel. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to get the old uh, iPad out and uh, do a little pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Now you've got me really curious, but, but again, I, maybe what we what we need to do, Brute, is after this after this inter, after this conversation, after my trip with these women, and after I've read the book, we can sit down and have another conversation. I'd love that. That would that would probably be a wonderful thing to do. But but in the meantime, what else are you up to that you can let people know more about your book? I know your book's extremely successful. Uh, I've been talking a lot to, uh, to, to, to people about iron butterflies, and they really, really love this concept of women, uh, women in this, this taking their vulnerability, but also their their power to a new level and that transformation. So, uh, I'm 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 a big fan. You know, I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, I'm a big fan of yours too. Thanks. And um, and but the thing right now for me, and I love for your listeners to you know. Check it out. Check out my website, www.ironbutterflies.com, and be part of the movement. Start a circle. Yeah. You know, get this. Uh, get the reader's guide. It'll, it'll walk you through everything from the invitation to you know to the conclusion. Yeah. You know? Now, is there, I've got the book. The reader's guide is. You have to go online for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to go online for the reader's guide. Okay. Yeah, and you can get you'll get it on it'll it'll be available. It's it's not available quite yet next week, but you can get it on um, what you call it uh, Amazon, and it'll be for, available for iPad and okay. everything else. Well, I t I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get a link, and and uh, that's one of the things that we can do is a link to these uh, these iron butterfly circles, these circles of power. Right. Uh, that would be a, a great thing. The women connect for good. That's what we're about. So it's about connecting the dots, and this is a good dot, a very good dot. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, so getting connecting those dots, and then we reach a tipping point, and it shifts. Yeah. Well, we we just have to meet sometime. I, we almost did in Colorado, so I'm looking forward to the time that we can sit down and actually have a face-to-face -face talk. But 
But in the meantime, I am going to get this Fifty Shades of Grey. In the meantime, <laughs> I've convinced I'm, you to get it. I mean to do that. <laughs> I'm jealous you've got the book now, and I don't. But uh, anyway, it's always a pleasure talking with you. And I, I know you're you're heading out here soon. And you, uh, I really applaud your efforts and everything you're doing. And so, anything that we can do to support that, let us know. And, and of course, we'll do what we can to create these uh, Iron Butterfly Circles of Power. So. Rute, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Nancy. Look forward All right. To well, I know we'll again. be in touch and we'll be talking again, so have a great day. Okay, you too.